You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. What are you doing? Are you doing? Oh, I thought you were getting organised, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm not always ready. I'm helping you out. Go for it. Um, 13.23am in Canberra, of course. And if you're listening on the SEN app, you're probably listening a bit later on, so I don't know why I'm saying alone. No, now. no. No, that's no, the no. podcast, oh, oh. Gary. Right. Oh. Is that the podcast? What's the difference between an app and a podcast? Well, app you listen live, and then a podcast you listen later on. So welcome to those who no. listen to the podcast yeah, you radio now, later on. Because the kids don't consume the radio live. The kiddies aren't listening to they us. They like to no, what? The kiddies aren't listening to us. Well, why are we here? Let's go. My okay. son. My son's twenty-four. He listens to the podcast. Yeah, but he doesn't go out. He's an older soul, Jack. He is an older That's, soul. Yeah. How's he going? How's his love life? He's going all right. I think. I don't know. I don't get into that with him. Radio. Um, and listen. Uh, why don't you give out our TikTok account too? Yes. Um, at Badge Sats Sen. Well done. Yep, you're going very well. I Thank asked Badge. You. We asked Badge. Well, Jack, the producer, asked Badge to do a TikTok this afternoon, and he goes, "Well, I do that stuff. I can't dance. No, we don't want you to do a dance. Just well, say what's coming do. up on the show. No, they don't. What Nathan did. Got no. in trouble too. Right, <laughs> yeah. Big show today. <laughs> um, the first ODI is uh, underway. England versus Australia. Eight for two seventy nine. Forty eight point three overs gone. How's the- your mate Paddy Cummins going? Uh, two for 160 off 9.3 overs. No, two for 60 off 9.3. That's expensive. Oh, uh, well, Zampa's gone for a few, but at least he's taken three wickets. Uh, Milan was on. He made 134, yep. just gone out. Absolutely outstanding effort by the uh, English batsman. Uh, I tell you what, disappointing crowd at the Adelaide Oval. I mean, it is a Thursday and it doesn't feel like cricket season. Why are f- they playing these games? I think that's a make-up series uh, oh. badge before the... Uh, a lot of well, whoever made it away. up. Shouldn't as well. Have. Well, wait, one at a time. What? A lot, a lot of, of freebies have been given away. So I think after hours, we may see some there for uh, a lot of people there for the, the Australian batting innings. Up to the start of play at the Adelaide Oval, only four to 5,000 tickets had been sold to the public. That's pretty poor. Mm. That's pretty poor. To fit more than that in there? Uh, yes, a drop catch. We're just watching now. Drop catch. Uh, two for 180, uh, eight for 281, I should say, of 48.4 overs. Uh, Travis Head, oh, of course, we've put the sports day curse on him. He just mm. dropped a catch in the outfield. Uh, any takers on him get a duck uh, tonight because he spoke to us. He's looking straight at the sun, I've got to say. Okay. Uh, on tonight's show, Greg Brandy Alexander will be joining us from Vossi and Brandy for breakfast. Um, we're going to preview the World Cup final. But all, more than that, what do we want to find out tonight from him, Sats? Well, we always like to pick the brains of people who have been on tour, kangaroo tours, and he went on two eighty six and 90 with you, Badge. And I love sitting back and just listening to Badge and some of our guests who he's toured with talk about different things on the, on the tours great because tourist, they're great memories. Great tourist, Brandy, young, gecko. young bloke. The, the gecko, gecko they call yeah, him. Yeah, got called up late when uh, Eric Groth pulled out of the 86 
tour. So I didn't realise. I didn't realise he was he came in for Eric Gross. Yeah, he yeah. did, and, and, and well, as basically as a winger, but he played you know a few different positions, and he's just such a freakish talent. Um, but he was like me; he was never going to make the Test side. So we had a yeah, a good party tour. One of the greatest natural athletes you've ever seen, Jay. Yeah. So just really, with, with training, tennis, golf, just yeah, right. can just do everything and. And the ability, his aerobic yeah, capacity when doing fitness was and, legendary. And backflips and all and, that sort of stuff. And on that Kangaroo Tour of 1990 badge, you were the weekend fullback, so you were the fullback for the Kangaroos and he was the midweek one. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Were and you ever nervous? Absolutely. The whole tour. Um, especially after we lost the first test. We hadn't lost a test in a long, long time. The Aussies, certainly not against England, so we lost the first test at Wembley and I thought I was gone. But, um, yeah, I... Bob Fulton was the coach, stuck by me, and I sent him Christmas cards for the next <laughs> 28, 30 years. Okay. On your bows. Yeah. <laughs> and Mao would have had a word too. Oh, you, of course. You yeah. would have ended back. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. 0457 736, just, uh, 736 yeah. is our text number. Fun fact Thursday, of course, Scott Sattler heavily involved. Fun fact Thursday. <laughs> Don't That's, lie. You're good at that. Don't it's... lie. I'm telling you Why now, Why did you find me? that funny when you said it? Because what finds me funny, no, I, I didn't engage in that. But you, when you said that, you were laughing. No, you were laughing? it wasn't me. Yeah, we anyway. had him then for a sec. Has we? anyone got a fun fact? Uh, I have. Yep. Uh, Darren from Ballina, his call we had this week about you going into a motor dealership in Penrith the the moment you were named in the state of origin side in a singlet. I've actually met Sats quite a few times. So I was the assistant manager at Nepean Motor Group with. Jade Cowan. Oh, Jade Cowan. Yeah. Always trying to get a cheap car, isn't he? Oh, you would have got a free one. Free uh, cars. And... <laughs> I remember the day he came in when he got selected for his state of origin. He came in with his Queensland singer on. I've never oh, seen guns so far. You <laughs> were. That's a lie. Yeah. Oh, you know. You deserve a headbutt. Darren, <laughs> have you got photos <laughs> from the back then? Darren oh, That's gone. <laughs> Fun fact, Thursday. That was yep. a beauty. That was a, oh. That's the caller of the year. Yeah, I think so. It was winter. Why would you be wearing a singlet anyway? In that's, a, that's what we were asking. That's, what, no. that's the yeah. whole Correct point. Me from right. <laughs> oh. uh, have you got one for us? 0457 736 736. You know this, um, this World Cup mm-hmm. in rugby league, which has kind of been on again, off again. You know the first World Cup was in 1954 in France. They'd been pushing for it since the 30s. Really? Finally wow. happened, and France played Great Britain in the final. No Australian, no New Zealand. They played them in the final in Paris and were beaten. Great Britain won 16 12. It's Fun wow. Fact Thursday. There you go. Wow. Well, you didn't hear a word I said. He's just waiting to push yeah. the phone. No, fact I did. Button. You said for, they you won 16 12. Who did? You, know? oh, you did. Who France. Won? Yeah, you in, know, exactly incorrect. They lost England, to Great Britain. In, in, in Paris. <laughs> I got that go. bit right. Can I give you a fun fact first? No. Day? Yes. <laughs> The ABC, well, their mailing address in each city is 9994. Mm. Oh, this is old. It's in honour of da- Don Bradman's average. But oh, didn't you know wow. that? No. The ABC managing director at the time was a massive Bradman. That's Bradman. outstanding. Yeah. Great, isn't it? In every capital yeah. city. Didn't you know that? No. no. Mm. I thought everyone I've knew never that. written to the ABC. How many times have you written to the ABC? Oh, just you? to complain lots. <laughs> yeah, about eight times today. Oh. So I, I write to Ida Buttrose every single day. To come. Did you have another something about the ABC today you were to talk about? Or was that it? That was it. I watched oh. a good show on the ABC last night. Oh, there's, that's an oxymoron. 
What are you calling me that again? <laughs> There's not what? one good show on the ABC. Seriously. Fisk. What? Fisk. Fisk. What? What? That's what, I'm just what are you watching? You. That's mate. what it's called. Fisk. Fist. Fisk. 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 What is it? It's a show on the ABC. Yeah, I oh, know. We gathered some, that. What's it about? about? Julia Zamiro. Some of our great comedians. Oh. Glenn Robbins is in it. Oh, he's all right. A, Does he play Uncle Arthur? No, but he plays a good character. Who is the be- who's who is Australia's best comedy character? Not the person doing it. So She's not not Carl Barron, our funniest man. Strop no, no. Or, um, it's a character. Um, Hugs. Kingswood Country. Arthur um, Dunger. Ted Bullpit. Ted Bullpit. Arthur Dunger. Arthur Ted Dunger. Bullpit. Yeah. Arthur Dunger's good. I like Shirty, the slightly aggressive bear. Remember that off the Late Show? No. With Mick Malloy and all that, that gang. Awesome. What was Michael Caton's name in The Castle? Michael. No? No. Oh, Daryl. 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 Daryl Kerrigan. Daryl Kerrigan. Yes. Someone type Frank Woodley. Um, who would... Oh, God. Another ABC one. What's that... What's that talking dog... What's his name? Anyway, I'll remember that one. What about Agro? Actually, the outtakes of Agro were better than Agro on the screen. No, I, I tell you what, I reckon I loved um, Colin Carpenter on, um, what was that show? Comedy Company. Comedy Company. Maybe he was unemployed. Oh, he was good, yeah. That's, that's, was that Glenn Robb? No, that was Glenn someone Kim else. Kim Gingell. No. Kim Gingell, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Uh, what about Wilfred? Did you ever watch Wilfred? Is that the dog? The talking what? dog? What? No. <laughs> Did you watch Honestly, a movie? Seriously. Yeah, it's a good show. <laughs> what? If you've never seen Wilfred, oh, you've missed something. You are standing Let me guess. You've, you've been to Nimbin. You've come home. No. You've got a pizza. No, no. <laughs> and you're I'm watching telling you. You sure it's a I talking dog? Oh, and I'm going to change. Yeah, Con the Fruiterer. Yeah, very good. Kylie Mole. Jack likes Wilfred. How good is he? Well, he's got no idea. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, he's, he's Irish. He wouldn't know comedy. Would he? Um, seriously, if you've got your favourite comedian, not comedian, but your favourite comedy character. character. Strop. Yeah, Strop was good. Well, Paul Hogan. Hogan was a character, wasn't he? Yeah. Hogs. He played the character, Hogs. Mm. You know what was my – Benny Hill being chased by any nurse. Oh, you can't watch that anymore. What? It's unwatchable, Benny Hill. I used to love it. Is I it? can't believe Did it. you love the goodies? No, 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 no. Never no, watched no, no, it. No. Oh, wow. A massive cat overtook London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were they on? They had their own show, the goodies. Yeah, I know. The Young Ones. Oh, yes. Now, that was, was on the – Name episode. the Young Ones, Woogie. Uh, Frank. <laughs> no, no, no. Neil. Neil. Rick. Oh, Rick. And Rick. Who, was the, who was the kind of normal Mike. one? Mike. That's who I'm thinking And of. who was the punk? Vivian. Oh, oh Vivian. Vivian. Gee, you guys. Where have you been? Well, we're not 65. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. 0457 736 736. Uh, send us a, a text with your favourite. Sam Pang. Great comedian. He's, yeah, but that's but not, he's a, not character. a character. He's a character. He's funny. Oh, I remember him saying on air one yeah. night, it was only a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the DLS, what Duckworth-Lewis system, whatever it is. Mm. And he goes, I used to get picked on cricket teams. You know how you used to pick one at a time for school? He goes, because I was the Asian kid and I could work out the DLS. <laughs> <laughs> it's Actually, him and Mick Malloy and that are all touring. I'm going to see him next week. It's called The Comedians. That's going to be almighty. Mm. They're travelling around Australia. So Mick that... Malloy. Now, who did he play in the uh, the bowl, the Lawn Bowls movie? Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack. Yeah. That was a good character. But DJ, he was a part of that whole degeneration thing, and they did the late show. That late show, 
was absolutely outstanding. He played, didn't he play the assistant to the stunt guy? He was awesome. Remember him? The real dopey guy? No. No. Oh, and he'd stuff up mm. every stunt. No. We'll have a look at it no, in the ad break. That was, that was hoax. That was. It was very similar Arthur character. Dinger. Someone will help me Kath out on the text. Kath and Kim. Oh, yeah. And nice. Sharon. How Did many, you say noise? <laughs> how many, okay, how many of our listeners had a wife like, With a barjars. like Kimmy? Oh, sorry, I was reading, I was reading barjars. Barjars, what a great, <laughs> yes, that's from <laughs> yes, the late show. Sorry, Mike Titan from the Gold Coast says, Besho is barjars. Yes. I thought you were talking about wives barjars, but that's not, but I read it on here and I, <laughs> what? <laughs> you got yourself in the I said there. what I was thinking, I shouldn't have, I'm sorry, no, I apologise. Um, Indigenous All-Stars coach uh, Ron Griffiths is pushing for a team to participate in the next Rugby League World Cup. Thoughts? You know, a fun fact, there mm-hmm. actually has been a non a, a, a team in a Rugby League World yeah, Cup that wasn't representing yeah. a, a country. It was... Fun fact, Thursday. Oh. It was the... The Māoris. Māori, yeah, yeah. That's how you say What it. year was that badge? 2000. Okay. Yeah, there was so, two. So it wouldn't be the first time, but... Um, it would be tricky, wouldn't it, for a lot of players if you've got to choose. I mean, everyone, the Indigenous players are all very proud, of course, of their heritage, but also then when they have to give up their Australian jersey yes. playing that team, I'm not sure it would happen. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about – is it dividing? I'm not sure Could whether – seen that is, way. Is it seen as dividing? I'm not quite sure. And I love I love the Indigenous heritage and how proud uh, the Indigenous players are about their – their family tree, I love it, and the, and the tradition and the history that goes behind it. I, I'd, I'd like to think that we wouldn't do that. I would like to think that you play for the green and gold. But what I'd also like to see badges, and I'm a traditionalist, you, you know that. I, I love the green and gold. And as a kid wearing my dad's green and gold jersey around around the house continuously, it's. Mm. But I feel as though Did we I... can't. We can introduce some. I think we can introduce um, some Abri- Aboriginal tradition, tradition, Indigenous mm. tradition into our jersey. Whether it's the, yeah. the colours, the, the red, yellow, and the black, however that may be, I think we can start to introduce that into yeah. our Australian kangaroo jersey. And they could wear their, their training singlets to visit everyone after the game. When they're picking up a car. Like if you had an origin. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, you, you know what I'd like to see? Oh, and they do it well in rugby. This is something they do very well. They, they sing the Indigenous anthem along with the Australian national anthem. Maybe that's something we could look at in test matches. As well, I think it's inevitable that we will follow now, the New Zealand. Yeah. Did, now, there was a war cry that. Yeah, back in the old were, kangaroo. To- no, kangaroo no, but, but remember they were introducing one and Greg Inglis a few years ago. They were doing not just for the Indigenous teams. They were going to do something with the Aussie teams. Remember they formed a, the Aussie, Australian teams would form a boomerang. Yeah. Is that is that gone by the don't wayside? Don't know. Don't know. Hey, boys, Cuzzy Bro from Brisbane is on the line listening through SENQ 693AM. Cuzzy Bro, hello. you got a fun fact for us, mate. Yeah, I have. How are you, boys? All right. Very yeah. good. Okay, so I went to Suncorp for an origin function, right? And it was the, it was the function when the original Fogs got their caps, you know, for the 1980 team. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so everyone was there. Everyone was there. I got, like... I bought a jersey and, you know, like to get signed. And back then you could do it. I don't think you can do it now. And I got, like, Arthur Beetson to sign it, um, a couple of funny things. Buddy Vorton signed it, but he signed it on the back, you know, because you know how you put the – when you put it in the frame, it's always the front part. So uh-huh. I had to get him to sign it twice. But, but fun fact, I got brushed. Someone didn't sign it for me. Who was it? 
Mr. Belcher. Oh, well. Wow. Back Thursday. That's I disgusting. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be there in. Not, I, was there in I wasn't there in 1980. No, no, it wasn't 1980. It you was, said it was the original. It, it was sometime after, maybe in the 90s. But but they gave the original caps. They presented the caps to the original fog fog players from the 1980s. So it wasn't 1980. It was like, I don't know, in the 90s or something. Oh, okay. So I got the jersey signed and got Barry Moore to sign it. He was, he was telling me a good story about um, how he should have been coached, not Tom McDonald, because he, he must have been the coach in 79 for Origin. Yeah, he was. Anyway, yeah, in that's the 70s. fun fact, boys. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll stay on the line because we'll give you Badger's address and yeah. you can just send it straight to oh, him. Oh, you must have been playing <laughs> up like a two bob watch that day, cuz. Send, send it to him. Send it to him. Send it to him. Anytime, mate. <laughs> With a grey nurse and he'll sign it for you. Send it hey, via hey, hey. pigeon and he'll get it. <laughs> Send it to P.O. Box 9994 in your capital city. Yes. Badge will pick it up from the ABC. Hey, we've got to go to break, boys. I know we've still got lots to talk about and lots of texts coming through, but Brandy Alexander is waiting on the line. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back with Brandy in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The open side. Fittler back through on the inside. He's got supported. Alexander shut the gate. He's in under the posts. Good stuff from Fittler. And the two youngsters from Penrith combine to put Australia in again. Our next guest is Greg Brandy Alexander. Now the reason One of 97 tries on I was going to say, in that game against Halifax Badge on the 1992 Kangaroo yeah. is that the game he scored six tries or something? Ask Brandy. I'm not sure. I think he did it most weeks. Brandy? Uh, is, yeah. and, and Badge was nervous about his spot too on that tour oh. with you killing it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Please. As if he was. No, come on. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It was was Halifax Thrum Hall, wasn't it? That was their was home that, ground. I is that the ground that slopes but... slopes about a meter or so from from one side of the field to the other? That's how. Yeah, that's Halifax. Badge. Yeah. It does. It does. And and remember, uh, yeah, Don Ferner's advice to us on the '86 tour was uh, run downhill <laughs> and use the ball. Let the ball do the work up the hill. Don't run uphill because it was it was sideline to sideline the slope. Yes. Um, there, is, there is a ground. There is a ground in, um, I think, the home, I think, Batley. Uh, it runs, it's north-south, but the slope is downhill. Like, you're running either uphill or downhill, either half. <laughs> oh, but nice. Halifax was sideline <laughs> side to sideline. Side. Side yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And truth is, yes, I was I was very worried on that tour, Brandy, because you killed it. Um on your on your on that second kangaroo tour, so yeah, we're we're gonna we want to have a chat to you about the boys over there at the moment playing against uh, Samoa, Brandy, the Aussies yep. against Samoa. Are you got mixed feelings about this one, given that the the strong Penrith contingent with uh, in both sides? Um, well, no, Badge. You know, I, I want Australia to win. Um, it was it was great to see Samoa bounce back, and I was happy for the boys. Um, you know, Spencer and Jerome, but in particular Jerome, uh, because I, and I think Jerome's had a great uh, World Cup. I think he's I think he's picked up three men of the match awards, and after they were smashed by England early, um, you know, it was uh, they came under a lot of criticism, and, and and rightly so. You know, when you when you go into a game as favourite and you get beaten by sixty, well, yeah. something's gone wrong. But they turned it around pretty quickly. 
But I, my dad's, my allegiance is, uh, you know, Aussie. And I think, I think Australia, I think they're ready to put a performance together because they really haven't. And they've come through a, a tough physical game against the Kiwis. I think it might click. I, I think they can put ooh, 20, 30. I think they can win by 20 or 30. That really, it really was it their, first, their first tough game. And that's why uh, uh, there's been some criticism about Australia's performances. But until that game on the weekend against New Zealand, that was, they were relatively easy matches. And it's hard to switch from, from winning by 30, 40, 50 over to a, 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 a close game like that and such a good opponent. Yeah, look, I, I think it was, uh, I think for a lot of the players, it's been a, a really different, they, they find themselves in, you know, playing in games that they knew they were going to win. It was by how much they were going to win. Uh, and then all of a sudden you roll into, and, and Mal's sort of been tinkering with the side. And, um, you know, I don't have any great problems with that. And uh, everyone's had a game, but all of a sudden you roll into the Kiwis and yeah, you, you knew you were in for a fight. Now, I guess, you know, the Kiwi game was more like an NRL game. It was tough. It was tight. The play the balls were a little bit slower than, you know, and it's hard for both sides. The Kiwis never really clicked into gear either. Um, you know, they, they, were, they were a bit stop-start like the Australian side have been, but it was who was, you know, going to who was going to be better on the day and, and Australia were just better on the day. You know, the Kiwis could have easily won that. A couple of close calls in the second half that could have easily been, you know, four-pointers and led to a win, but um, I think, you know, I think Australia now, that side's been together for a couple of games now. Coming through a tough game, I think they'll be primed for a good one. Now, Brandy, take your Penrith Allegiance hat off and put your number seven hat on. And I know he, he didn't have the greatest of games, Nathan Cleary, in that semi final, but does it still bewilder you why some believe he should be replaced for the final with Daly Cherry Evans? Um, well, I, I, you know, I, Nathan hasn't had a great World Cup. But, you know, it's, there's plenty of players that fall into the same boat. And I think so much is expected of Nathan. And because that was the big talking point right throughout the pool games was who was going to be the number seven. And I, I think most people thought that Nathan would get the, the nod in the end. Um, and while he didn't play great, he hasn't, you know, hasn't starred. He's, he's, he's done his job. Um, and sometimes it is hard to shine in a side where it's just not fluent. And I'm not surprised that Mal's gone with, you know, uh, Cleary again. Uh, but I, I, I can understand people and supporters of, of Cherry, which, you know, I've been a big supporter of Daly over his 20 years that he's played. He's a great player. Um, but Mal's made the change, and I think you stick with it. And they did win. They beat Kiwis. Like, you know, if, if they had lost and gone home, well, you know, the story might have been different. But... Um, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that Mal's stuck solid at all. So this Samoan side, and I agree with you, I think Australia probably do it comfortably in the final. But if they are to create one of the biggest upsets in rugby league history, Samoa, what do they have to do? Uh, well, they have to make it uncomfortable for Australia. And, and if they cannot let them get in a rhythm, you know, if they can, if they cannot let uh, Cleary and Yo and, Yo and and Munster get into a bit of rhythm, bit of a rhythm with their with their attack. Well, they're they're half a chance. Sacks. They've mm. they've got enough. They've got enough strike out there to score the points. Uh, although the the defence of the Australians will be something that they haven't faced yet. They haven't. You know, England's defence isn't Australia's defence. So uh, if they're going to beat Australia, 
They need to unsettle them and get them off their game and not allow them to get into a rhythm, which will be very hard. And then they've got to be able to, they've got to be good enough to make metres, get field position. Uh, they've certainly got the players to do that, but I, I think Australia's defence is going to be, it, it'll be rock solid. It, it'll be hard to break. Mm. Uh, you know, and tries might come through kicks and, um, you know, Australia will have to be off their game um, and not click. Uh, for Samoa to win, I think. Uh, you talked uh, just a moment ago about Nathan Cleary winning the number seven. Well, he actually hasn't. He's got the number 14. What are, you th- what are your thoughts on this, for mine, this horrific numbering Ray, system? Six weeks. Oh, It's shocking. Oh. This is the most harebrained idea that anyone has ever come up with. Oh. Like, it re- it's, it's, it's actually taken away a little bit. Um, and, look, I know the players, they're playing you know, they play for the, the the crest on the front of the jersey and all that. I've I've you know I've heard all the players talk about you know the numbers that they're wearing and they you know they don't want to bag it. But boy oh boy, like real you know Isaiah Yo running around in number twenty four. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's crazy. You, you and I we know all the players because we're, we're commentators. We follow yeah. the game. But I'm watching the other night yeah. the other morning with and my wife out of bed and she went oh who's Wearing number twenty-two, what? Why is it? And so, for people who aren't really familiar with the players, it's so confusing. Yep. And she made a good comment. She said, "What if New Zealand did the same thing? How confusing that would have been. Yeah. What if every team had done it? Oh, yeah. I, I think it's. it's yeah. I think it's going to well, be the only saving up. grace. The saving, yeah, the saving grace is they they got their names across the back. Um, otherwise, it would have been a complete disaster. Mm. But um, I think the names across the back has saved them and. But yeah. Anyway, it, it's it's final time. We're, we're sort of we're, we're, yeah, we're, one we're done with that. One more. I was wondering yeah. why Val Holmes was a yeah. dummy half all the time. I realised it was <laughs> Benny Hunt. Now, um, off air, off air, Brandy, myself and Badge and Jace, uh, we always like to pick Badge's brain about kangaroo tours because you know there must be such a great time mm. in your life. And he said, "Oh, the '86 tour when Brandy was only a young guy. I think he'd been playing first grade a couple of years." And he said he was. He was killing it. You know, he's a Rothmans medal winner. And um, and then he said, uh, but Terry Lamb had him in a headlock for the entire time. <laughs> What's the story there? Yeah. He did. Your bar steered me in directions that uh, I'd never been before. So, um, and, and, he, and he got me drinking vodka. So, vodka and you know, pineapple was, or something. Was, was it pineapple? Vodka and pineapple. <laughs> you could get a vodka. They give you a vodka. And, and and then they give you a little bottle of pineapple. And it was, how good is this? Like, you know, uh, you could tip as little or as much vodka, uh, pineapple in as you wanted. Yeah. So that was, uh, no, it was a great experience. What I was saying today um, that one of, the, one of the best things about tours is getting to know players from other clubs um, because, you know, you you watch them, especially as a young bloke. When I when I was on that '86 tour, God, like you know, I played against them, but didn't know any of the Queenslanders, um, and didn't you know didn't know any of the because uh, I hadn't played Origin, and so really hadn't had much to do with any other players apart from Royce was on the tour. I knew Langmack and I knew Ciro because we'd played school footy together and against each other. But um, that is definitely the highlight for me, getting to know. The other the players from the other clubs, and I think the boys on this tour are experiencing the same thing because 
there's been no Aussie games for the last three years and a lot of them haven't played for Australia. So mm. they've played Origin against each other and they've played grand finals against each other, but they really don't know them. So um, I reckon that's been a highlight for a lot of them, getting to know the players that they've played against for the last three, four years, but never played with and really haven't had that much to do with them. Now, Brent, that is a highlight for sure. Fast yeah. forward four years to 1990 and you're on your second tour and, but he, he ends up being your brother-in-law, Mark Guy, married your sister. And um, yep. and he's a kid that probably wouldn't have been out of too far of the, the M4 or the Great Western Highway heading into the city. The, then, well, he then still you, hasn't. Well, then you throw him in the, still U- hasn't <laughs> then you throw him in the UK <laughs> for two months, three yeah. months. Mate, yeah, absolute craziness, you know. And, and Keith Barnes, the manager, like Barnes, he left as a, you know, a very fit, young-looking, sort of sixty-year-old <laughs> Barnsley looked eighty. Left <laughs> he did, <laughs> and, and 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 it wasn't all MG. Yeah, part of the problem was he's one of the boys from his own club, bloody blocker, blocker. Uh, yeah, so what? <laughs> he said, "Blocker, do you want to be the first bloke ever sent home from a kangaroo tour?" And, <laughs> he said, "Well, you're bloody close to being at." <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. No, it's very good. Hey, Kangaroo uh, tours, best best time of your life. Just just back to the World Cup and the Golden Boot boot got named. I heard you and Vossi talking about it at great length and um Joey Manu getting that, but is it is it confusing for us to understand why they would pick it before the finals actually played? Jerome Luai's won three grand uh, three man of the match awards against Tonga and and England, and Junior mm. Barlow's been great. I would have thought those guys, you know, if they win, if they do yeah, something yeah. Well, amazing in the final, you would have thought they'd be a chance. That's right. Well, well, if Jerome Luai, like if Samoa won the World Cup and Jerome Luai won Man of the Match, that would be four Man of the Matches in the tournament. Well, how, how could you, how could you say? And if this is all they're voting on, because we haven't played international football, and the Golden Boot's gone a little bit funny, it's lost its luster. Yes. I think you know, it, 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 it basically was the best player in the world. And it included everything. Uh, then when Tommy Makinson won it, um, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, four or five years ago, mm. no one knew who he was here in Australia. No one had ever heard of him. He was a winger that played for England. So I, I think it's lost its, lost a bit of its, uh, you know, of the punch that it held back in the 80s and 90s. Um, but why they would do it, same thing happened in the in the uh, the T20 World Cup yes. with them naming the team of the tournament before the final. Now, Sam Curran, the English bowler, won the player of the match and won the player of the series, but didn't make the team. Yeah. <laughs> Worked that one. Crazy. Yeah, it is. Worked, yeah, crazy. They do anyway. it because it's convenient. They wanted to have their function yeah. this week, I'd say. Oh, there you go. That's right. That's right. They wanted to have it because otherwise, World Cup final, uh, everyone's on a plane and gone the next day. Who, vo- yeah. who votes on the Golden Bit, boys? Is, is it uh, Referees? Just- <laughs> yeah, umpires. No. No, no. Who does? Who votes? Is it is it com- is it the media or no? No, there's a there's a board in the International Rugby League that like like a committee that 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 chooses it. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. All right, Brandy, mate. It's yeah. been great uh, chatting to you. Good boys. Uh, we love your show, Brandy and Vossi for breakfast, or Vossi and Brandy. We'll put you first, Brandy and Vossi for breakfast every morning on SEN eleven seventy in Sydney. We get an hour of it in Queensland too, yep. boys, because of daylight savings as well. Uh, Brandy, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, boys. Good to chat. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car; they made a grand utility vehicle. 
Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It's Fun Fact Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. It's Fun Fact Thursday. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? So much fun on a Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. Good work, Sats. You got some fun facts? Well, Mark has actually texted in on 0457 736 736. Human teeth are the only part of the body that cannot heal themselves. Teeth are coated in enamel, which is not a living tissue. Wow. There you go. Good stuff. I've got another fun fact Thursday, sports related. Your good mate and touring partner, Andrew Eddingshausen. Yes. Great guy. Good looking. Tremendous guy. Good fisherman. Yep. One of the best. Gets seasick, though, when he goes out. Oh, really? Really? You make that up? That's a fun fact. Oh, yeah. Fun fact Thursday. Um, Andrew Eddinghausen. To the ocean. Yep. Played against the Newtown Jets and the Melbourne Storm. Fun fact Thursday. No other player would have done that. Oh, against the Jets. So he came into the grade when he was a 17 or 18. 1981 was there last year, 82. Yeah, and then. And then he played against the Melbourne Storm in 1998. Wow, what? I know. Uh, making a, a bloke feel very old. Very good fact. Mm. Um, another one, Daniel from Prairie Woods chimed in with adding to Badger's brilliant fun fact Thursday. The name of the Rugby League World Cup is awarded the Paul Barriere Trophy, named after the French Rugby League president of the 40s and 50s, who presided over the first World Cup. Yeah. If you look on top, on closely at it, there's a rooster on top of the trophy. signifying. Wow. there you go. The, the Sydney Roosters are normally uh, again, the best yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. It would no, be. French. Yeah. French. Hey, for expert car service, book into your local Repco authorised service centre. The Aussies are batting uh, none for one uh, of three balls, or actually two balls. None uh, for two. There's what, a wide. Yeah. What are they chasing? It's not up in the score. Well there. left, Dave Warner. Chasing about... Close to 300. Yeah, close to 300 runs. We'll get that for you in just a sec. Uh, there's some rugby league news around. PVL wants Mal Meninga to extend his tenure as the con- Kangaroos coach beyond 2023. He's what? contracted for next year. And, he's got a good record, though, hasn't he? Good record, yeah. yeah. He lost uh, a couple of games. I lost a couple. I know, I know um, Ricky Stewart had a good record of about 11 out of 12. Donny Ferner only lost a couple of tests in charge and Mel's is right up there with him as well yeah he's only lost a couple he said he's not sure if he's going to keep going to, into the next World Cup but um, uh, contracted f- for next year he's been a tremendous short term coach oh, absolutely there's a lot of people yeah, I mean, he's, he's the best origin coach in terms of what he did with Queensland and there's, through a, that era. there's a huge argument badge it comes from a lot of people that says but hang on a sec he came into an era when all these young players that have played a lot of under-16s and under-18s, schoolboys and under-20s that have come through, and they've all hit first grade together yeah. and played origin together. But as we know, you can be... And New South Wales were the favourites throughout that most of that era. You've got to be able to bring all those people together and head them in the same direction. And Mal actually got on board with Queensland when they had... Uh, we, and I was part of the coaching staff, had lost the series in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh 3-0, I think, or no, 2-1, and then staring down the barrel at the start of 2006 when they lost that first two game. 2-1, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it was kind of – they were talking about Craig Bellamy coaching, and he said, no, no. Coaching Queensland. Yes. Okay. He'd coach New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah, and they were going to approach Craig, um, and he stuck his hand up and said, hang it, no, I'll, um, I'll take this on. 
Right he did an amazing job. So he's been very, very good long term, and I, I don't think there'd be any uh, anyone who wouldn't want him there to to continue with the the Kangaroos. Mm. Satch, you're telling us a story off air about Jerome Luai and Stephen Crichton, and how they revealed how Samoa transformed into a World Cup contender. Well, it's a little bit like the Tongan Invitational side, which David Fafita and uh, Jason Tamalala had a lot to do with. Of course, they weren't happy with the current program, and so they decided to to create their own. And we're seeing what you know the the fruits of that labour right now with Tonga. Uh, with Samoa, is is much the same. Stephen Crichton was saying that there's been Josh Papali'i and Junior Bolo that have been you know, really on the front foot. They've been yep. the, But he said it's Anthony Milford. Anthony Milford has really created a legacy for himself of, of making Samoa, Samoa strong again in, in World Rugby League. Probably the strongest, if not the strongest they've ever been. So, oh, well, in terms of how yeah. far they've gone, they've never been to the semifinals in so a World Cup. After games when they play Canberra, Josh Papali would be saying, hey, we're going we gonna to come together and Junior Bolo the same. Milford when he was at Newcastle for that short stint. And so they all committed. And then he tells a story about he was playing golf with Jerome Luai and Brian Toto and it, a notification came through on their phone about Joseph Suali'i has announced that he's going to commit himself to Samoa for the, uh, for the World Cup. Yeah. And he said the excitement amongst the three of us in the middle of a fairway of a golf course out in Penrith mm. He said we're the, the happiest kids on earth. Yeah, and, and that's the effect. Well, they look this like a had. happy team. Yeah, they do. Despite that first first round smashing at the hands of England, they've they've come from uh, a long way back to to get to this final. How many Samoan flags have you seen on the back of you? You know they've run outs. They cannot buy a Samoan flag in Australia. Really? At the moment, it's Ooh. amazing, isn't it? It's just Mount Druitt would have been crazy. Yep. When they made the final, and it's a little bit like when and we'll be Penrith have won the. The grand final. There's so many juniors that come from that district. Yeah, you know, Colton, Mount Druitt, all those areas around there that, um, and they celebrate really well. They celebrate hard, and they would have on the weekend as well, and they will this week. In Brisbane, the, the Samoan community has taken over a park, uh, and there's a march on Saturday morning to this park with festivities for families. They're expecting up to two thousand Samoans yeah, to march. Great. And uh, and what I love about uh, most of the Samoans uh, that I've spoken to have said, look, we, we grew up in Australia. Some of us were born in Australia. So we love the kangaroos. So we're happy either way what happens on, on Saturday. Isn't They're that saying amazing? that openly, but behind yeah, closed doors. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, good point. Mm. Uh, this is Sports <laughs> Day. Uh, thanks to uh, Kia. By the way, uh, the Poms made uh, nine for 287 off their 50 overs. Australia none for eight off one over. Break time. When we come back, more of your text here on Sports Day. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back to it. Uh, tonight on the text, 0457 736 736. It's going off. Uh, we're asking you tonight about your st- favourite comedy characters. And that Fatty is, Vorton. No, it's got to be a comedy character. He was a you comedy character. Ju- no, you can't just yell out His a name. His name's Paul Vorton and he became Fatty. Stream every game of the NFL season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit NFLGamePass.com. Can you explain it to him, Badge, what we mean by well, character? Well, I'll just give you a couple of examples from our listeners, Scott. Uh, Blackadder and Baldrick. That's from Jace. Fatty was 
funnier than them. And uh, <laughs> Bruce from Blacksmith says, Graham Bond as Auntie Jack. Oh, yeah. Hello. See, it's Auntie like. Jack. You wouldn't like that because you're anti My mum loved that song when I was growing up. Remember that song? It, it, so Great that's, song. So that's kind of say, it's like you're saying Paul Hogan. No. Yeah, but he, he plays said, a character. Plays hoax. But if you said Arthur Leo Dunga. Wanker, yes. then we go, yes, that's it. But Paul Vorton's character is fatty. No. There's Paul Vorton and there's fatty. You don't get oh, it. Uh, Jamie from Wagga says Glenn Robbins is Russell Coit. Yeah, great show. He is. Great show. Outstanding. Outback Aussie Adventures. Um, and Jace backs me up. Fisk is a brilliant show. Great Australian humour. Kitty Flanagan is in the lead role. Marty Sheargold. Julia Zamiro. Marty Sheehan. None of these are characters. And guest appearance. She's playing a character called Fisk. Is that her last name or nickname? Yes. Last name. Why are you so confrontational all the time? I'm not being confrontational. You guys are breaking the rules. You didn't listen to the message. Honestly. You know Sats and I are right. Correct me if I'm right. See? We've got Sensi's from Tormina. He agrees with me. Ted Bullpit from Kingswood Country. That was great. What about Sir Les Patterson? Yeah, wasn't a fan. No. Dame Edna? No. No, never a fan. Really? I don't get it. Brilliant. You don't get it. I don't find him funny. Now it's starting to make sense, Woogie. Seriously, you like Dame Edna? Yes, it was. What what, what did he He was outstanding. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) It was a bit too clever for you. It would have all gone over the top. No, it wouldn't have. It just wasn't funny. Yeah, because you didn't get it. Don't worry about it, mate. You you know. Now, we've got a fun fact Thursday for you. This is from um, Mitchie Best, Better Than The Rest. He said uh, Deion Sanders hit a baseball home run in the majors and scored a touchdown in the NFL in the same week. Fun fact Thursday. Did he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a really good documentary, actually a 30 for 30 documentary, where he plays in the world, plays a, a game of NFL and mm. then um, jumps on a plane and flies across the country and goes and plays in the, in the um, Major League Baseball as well. Wow. In the playoffs. Mm. Michael Jordan... Didn't quite make it in baseball, did he? They think they they believe that no, he no. would have. No, but did he? No, he didn't because of the strike. No, but he didn't. No, but he would have yeah, if the strike either. didn't come around. What are you sure? Yeah, no, many believe. Even, we don't know that, Scott Jordan, Michael Jordan. He couldn't even cut it in the second division. Many experts believe he would he have made it the wrong if way it wasn't around. for the strike. Oh, okay. So he couldn't make it in the second division, but he would have made it in the first division. It's about the... time. You don't make it straight away, Jason. How come he held the bat at the wrong end? Remember <laughs> when, you, you know, see, so you were... And he moonwalked so around the bases. you were a panel bases. operator 20 years ago, and you're still a oh, panel okay. operator now. It's stupid when you walk out to bat and yeah. you slam dunk. Yeah. It just doesn't it's work. Right. Yeah, mate. Uh, Peter Griffin or Family Guy from Mark. Yes, I love Peter Griffin. Milo Kerrigan. On the comedy company, remember him? Yeah. Ex-boxer. Lovely. What about Poida? Poida? Poida. Oh, that was Eric Banner. Yeah, Poida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he doesn't like that one either. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying he I don't like it. it. He doesn't get it. This is what's Thanks for Kia. Correct me if I'm right. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, second big hour of the show for your Thursday night ahead of the Rugby League World Cup on the weekend and the FIFA World Cup starting one day is between... 
The Aussies and England, uh, Australian number 35, boys. Travelling really well. Chasing, what, 290 for, for victory Who's out? against England. Anyone yet? <laughs> no one. Um, second big hour of the show. I can't wait uh, for more Fun Fact Thursdays. If you've got them, shoot them through 0457 736 736. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. Or you can actually call us 1300 01 1170. There's a blue um, erupting in the studio over what song we should finish the show with tonight. Um, what are you doing over there? Just getting ready for my song. No, you picked last week. So it's either no, Sats you or. Last week. No, I did not. You picked uh, The Killers last week. So it's. You're on Smoko. Right, great. What's this? The was chats. It? Yeah, but we, you know the chats. No, I don't know the chats. Ch- oh, Sats, what's wrong do with you? Do you know the chats? No, I do oh, now. Okay. All right, t- Sorry, listen, you picked last week. That's the song for the end of the show. Who no, wants no. this? Zero four five seven <laughs> seven three six seven three six. Who wants the chats? Thanks to McDonald Jones Home's birthday. So, uh, listen, I think we should be making okay. it. F- I'm off smoke. We should be FIFA FIFA World Cup feel. What do you want? Jennifer Lopez, nineteen ninety. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. She sang, um, "Let's Get Loud." Is that the where the, the boob slipped out? Was that? No, that was Jenna Jackson. Oh, same. Um, I'm going to let you know what our football expert is going to give us a World Cup preview uh, soon. That's Jack, the producer. Mm-hmm. Can he pick the the World Cup? Uh, can he pick the song? To yeah, he should tonight? because he's our football nerd. Right, yeah. So, yeah. well, not just football. Let's. Uh, there's probably more categories there. Where Jack what about how good it. he is with music? Like, what he's, he's nerdy at everything. You mean a few things? Is that what you meant? Yeah, he's good with music. Yeah, he loves his music, doesn't well, he? Well, he's actually a, a music. He's a he's a promoter. He's got a record label. Puts yep. together his he's own festivals. Yep, does things. There's a fun fact. Anyone right wants to go to a, to appear in a music festival that. and charge nothing? Let us know. Yeah, mm. and look, uh, you're a young band. Looking for a record deal? Yes. That's what I meant. Jack will sign you up and pay you hundreds of thousands sign-on bonus. Pack out stadiums. Yeah. That's what he's promised. Regional to start with. Very small ones. Mm. Like uh, I'd probably start with uh, Labrador, the cricket oval there, opposite Charis Seafoods. That might be the first one anyway. 0457 736 736. Fun fact Thursday. Got a few coming through, uh, boys. And Sats, I know you'll have another one. Do you want me to give you one? Yeah, go for it. How about this? Alistair Cook, former English cricket captain, Mm. when he played 100 tests, he'd scored 7,955 test runs and he'd scored 2,500s. Michael Clark at 100 matches, test matches, had scored 7,964 runs with 26 centuries. So you add all that up, it's 200 test matches, and those runs were 15,919 runs at 51 tests between both those players. Mm. You get where I'm going? No. So, okay. So <laughs> Alistair Cook and Michael Clark both played 100 tests, yep. add up both their test runs, yep. comes to a total, and it's 51 tests. Sachin Tendulkar at 200 tests had scored... The amount of runs, when you add up both their totals, 15,921 runs. Exactly the same amount. In 51 and 5100s. Right. There you go. Why didn't you just say that? Because I had to read the early stuff earlier. Oh, okay. Fun fact I'd Thursday. St- I still don't, I'll play this. It's fun fact Thursday. Mm. I still don't understand the first bit. Just correct him, mate, if he's right. Um, correct me if I'm right. 
Oh, I think it's a very good fact, Scott. So it was Sachin Tendulkar's <laughs> stats are equal to Michael Clark and Alistair Cook, Alistair Cook at 100 up, tests. At 100 tests. Yep. Wow, that's great. If you add up both their test runs. Here's one I reckon you might have heard from Mark. Golf is the only sport that's been played on the moon. Mm. But was but it really? I think that. that could have been a movie studio. Hey, who filmed Neil Armstrong coming down the stairs? That's it. There was a camera the on the film producer. Was there? Is this a conspiracy? Do you reckon it really happened? Yeah, I did. Absolutely, I did. But I, I want to know who it. the cameraman was, like because I watched that's it and officially I was, the first person on the moon. I was seven years of age, and I was quite, it's quite gullible. I'm thinking maybe it didn't happen. People don't think it did. Oh, oh, no. I, I couldn't people, care less. People that don't think COVID happened. There's people that don't think 9-11 happened. Oh, my God. Anyway, you're right. If you're a conspiracy theorist, shoot one through to us. <laughs> oh, 0457. No, Open that can of worms. Seven, three. We should do conspiracy theory Thursday. Oh. No, it's fun fact Thursday. Okay. All right. Is this got legs forever? Fun fact Thursday? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's always now. good facts. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Uh, Pat Cummins. There's a, a text there. Re Pat. I don't even know if we asked for that. Rooster Muzz. Woogie Badge and Sats. When he strides to the crease tonight. If needed, no doubt Australian captain Patrick Cummins will be batting by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah. turn that text in? No, it's Rooster Muzz. Mm. We're good mates, Rooster Muzz and I. Yeah. Great Australian comedians or, or ca- comedy characters. Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh, he's not Australian, but well, that's good. Well, yeah. great comedy. Tiger Ray from The Gong has nominated him. And Norman Gunston, yes, who won a Logie in character, he points out. Very good. Badge, that was... That was a little bit before my time, what what was his character based on? Uh, just a, it was, it was an awkward. Very awkward. Used to yep. do interviews and, and right. put his foot in his mouth and say the wrong thing. And he had bits of toilet just, paper on his face. He always cut himself well, shaving. No, yeah, yeah, shaving. And yeah. You, that was the go then. You used to always put you know, a bit of paper, tissue right. or toilet paper on your face. and He had the comb over. And his right. interview techniques, very funny. Very funny. Like really awkward and put some of the biggest stars that would visit Australia in a really yes. awkward situation. I'll tell you what, he was outstanding in uh, Mother and Son with Ruth Cracknell. That yeah. was a great series. Is he still alive? I think he is. Right. I'm going to throw a couple at you. Remember Friday nights on yeah, a current affair, Cla- Clark and Door? Is it, was it Clark and Door? Yes. Those two blokes who no. would pretend that. Clark and. And one of them has the passed away. But they used John to pretend Clark. they were politicians having a conversation. Like, oh, one yeah. was being interviewed, like, it was the Prime Minister. John, John Clark, brilliant. He's actually a Kiwi, and he started doing that in New Zealand, and he brought it over to Australia. Just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So is Billy Birmingham, is he not a character? No. No, the, no his characters are the character. He's the person. Mm. No, but can you say Billy Birmingham? No, because he's not a character. Okay. The 12th man. You know what yeah. this is? You know what this reminds me of? Remember we used to do that segment, win-win? <laughs> We're going he, back to those He got it, and then we finished it the next week. <laughs> Con the Fruiterer. Dan has sent us a text. Now, that's a character. Couple of days. Mm, beautiful. Remember that? Uh, there's a few more there. Uh, afternoon, guys. It's Bruce from Blacksmiths, Graham Bond, and Artie Jack. Now, that was before my time. Way before my time. They're great, though. Frontline was Steve from Engadine's favourite on the ABC. But that's a show. Yes, and the characters on that show were very good. Now, Daniel from Prairiewood, listening on the SEN app, um, and we spoke earlier around um, Ron Griffiths is saying that he would love to see an Indigenous side in the next World Cup. And Daniel said, uh, boys, in relation to the Australian Indigenous team, I don't think incoming Indigenous All-Stars coach Ron Griffiths has thought this through. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people are Australian. Well, not in, in... 
you know, in Torres Strait Islands. Not all of them are. I mean, a bit. You sure? Well, I think they are. Yeah, they are. Sorry. Um, the green and gold is a coveted jersey with all Australians, regardless of colour or culture. A spy to pull on. Angus Crichton's comments saying, I don't think we need to divide it. Us spot on. Such a move would cause division. I don't know. Would it, well, I'd like to hear from some of the Indigenous players. Yeah, I don't players. know whether it would cause division, if, but... If there were some Indigenous players that said, hey, I'd love to do this. Now, there might also be, let's remember, some Indigenous players that don't get to wear the green and gold. Yeah. But are still of a you know, super high standard playing the NRL, and they could, they could make a great team. Like we're saying, Daniel, I, I really think there's an opportunity to include the Indigenous colours into the Australian jersey. Yeah, I wonder. It might, um, yeah, they might get a bit of mileage out of that one. Um, and you can tell us what you think. 0457 736 736. Great Australian comedy. G'day, boys. Badge is right. Wilfred, funniest show ever made. That's the Aussie I don't show. Know about funniest ever made. Come before on. they took it to America. Cheers, boys. So what? That's from Perth Parapest. What's I don't. Was it on the ABC? Yeah, he's a dog. Wilfred's right. a dog. He's. Is he's, it an animation? Full, no, he's a real dog, but he can actually talk, and he's got and his owner, and he walks around and he just does dog stuff. It's right. very good. You got to watch. I it. hear there's a midget in it. No, that's what Jack told me. You can't say that. A what, Jack? A, a small person. Jack, is that? Have you set me up here, Jack? <laughs> He got you. Jack, is there not a, a Badge, sit small back person? From the, sit back from the microphone. <laughs> Jack, where are you? He's running. He's, he's, he's buckled over laughing. So one of our listeners said, what about Fletch? That's the person. No, Fletch is a character. Brian no. is the person. Fletch is the okay. character. Mahatma Coat. That's Ritchie. a character. Very funny. That's a character. Um, got run out of town, didn't he? A little Greg bit. He's a little bit. Yeah. Uh, What's Oh, he's worried about him. Fat Cat is one of the funniest men. If you ever get the chance to see Greg Ritchie at a at a sportsman dinner, a function, whatever, he is out and out. Genius. He's outstanding, he's, isn't he? Um, he's he's, he's actually gone past being a guest speaker now. He's hey? a comedian. He's, he's actually a comedian. I've had a few people yeah. say that to me at different events. Mm. Uh, Steve from Dubbo is a huge Brandy fan. He says anything that comes out of Brandy's mouth is quality. I'm a big fan. That was yeah, a he's great a good man, Brandy. He's Got a great outlook on the game. Uh, Robot from Dremoyne. Wog Boys and Housos. Good shows. Yep. Good shows. Kenny says Leo Wanker. Or Luigi. The unbelievable. unbelievable. The unbelievable. Paul Hogan, yeah. Yes. Ken from Mermaid. Thank you, Ken, for your text. Hey, it's a bit of a sports update. A date. <laughs> Join Robson Civil Parade. You're text. talking like Poyton now. I know. Jobs, robsoncivil.com.au. Uh None for 51 Australia. That's a sports update. Australia left out Josh Hazelwood and Mitch Marsh with mm. Ashton Agar and Cameron Green picked for the Australian team today. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, geez, leaving out Josh Hazelwood, one of the best bowlers in the world. Went with two spinners. I don't think it worked. Don't think it well, worked. Well, they made 287. Um, if it wasn't for Dawood Milan, they would have uh, they would have ripped through them. Uh, we had them three down for... I don't know, 20 odd, three for 30. Uh, but Milan made 134. So, uh, Agar, did he get a wicket? Oh, he got a, he bowled and there was a run. He, no, he performed what, a run out. He's, his piece of fielding when the ball was going for six on the on that long off boundary was unbelievable, wasn't it, fellas? Remember mm. we saw that yep. before we came. He was midair over the boundary, nearly going into the crowd, if there was a crowd, 
and threw the ball back into the field before his feet hit the ground. It was incredible with yep. one hand. Cummins took sorry, Cummins took three for uh, sixty-two. Zampa three for fifty-five. Stoinis and Stark took a wicket each. Okay, so maybe Josh Hazelwood's just being rested after he played all of the most. I think he played all of the T20s. Yeah, they got big Cameron Green in there. Remember, as the yep. Stark, Cummins, and Green is it is their quicks and Stoinis is what medium fast. Yeah, Cam Smith, the golfer, landed in Brisbane Brisbane this morning for the Australian PGA next week, which is at Royal Queensland, and he delighted fans when he pulled out his what claret jug. Jeez. Oh. Jase, you can't do that. Why? What do you mean? You can't add suspense like that. He won the 150th British. I can't speak. British Open, as you know, at St Andrews. Uh, he's out here to play in the. Do we uh, appreciate our international stars that return home enough? Like he's returning home, doesn't have to play in the Queensland PGA, but he's just a he's a proud Australian and yep. wants to support the tournament. Lauren, we spoke about last night. We were watching Lauren Jackson play in the WNBL, mm. and. Um, I don't think as Australians, we, when she returns home, we don't appreciate how how great these athletes are. We we appreciate them and we admire them from afar. Yeah. But when they come home, do we appreciate them enough? I don't think we appreciate Lauren Jackson enough. Mm. One of the greatest <laughs> Australian sportsmen or women of all time. Arguably yep. Australia's greatest export export in, in basketball in mm. particular. Greater than other Australian men basketballers have travelled over and played in Phil the Smith. NBA. Smart, yes, yes, but I reckon. Did she pave the way for Australian basketballers? Women. What about men? No, well, we had others that go, have been going for a while. I mean, Andrew Gaze went over and Shane Hill. And Shane Hill. She's and arguably others. better. Arguably oh, yeah, better yeah, than but, all of them. But she didn't pave the way, but she certainly has done it. You know, at the top level and, and be one of the the world's best ever basketballers. I mean, she's sure. well. She's regarded as. The best in the, the greatest, yeah, in the greatest WNBA. female basket, basketballer, yeah. and again, I, yeah, we, I don't think we with Cam Smith coming home, the golfer, not Cameron, Cam. Cameron's <laughs> the the rugby league Cameron. No, Smith, isn't you it? sure? They're both Camerons. I think they're both Camerons. Yeah. So um, well, we should ask his mum. But Cam coming, I mean, that's Cam Smith coming home is that's huge news. Isn't yeah, it? and winner of the British Open, and but there was a good turnout at Brisbane International Airport. Yeah, good. So the and that's why he showed the claret jug off. So it was good to Did see. Did he skull out of it? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No, mm. I didn't. I didn't. Is see there claret that. in the jug all the time? Oh, again, I can't confirm How about that either. Claret? Oh no. Oh. Does anyone ever drink that anymore? That's... I remember one Mad Monday. I think I told this story. Oh, you didn't. Before you got on the bus, you had to drink a schooner of claret with a cracked egg in it. Oh. And if you didn't drink it, you couldn't get on the bus for the rest of the day. It's horrible. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Hey, um, we all happy about the Joker getting his temporary visa. He will play at the Australian Open. It's a temporary visa. I think that's a restricted visa. We all happy about that? Are yeah, we, I mean, do we care? Yeah. From a tennis point no, of view, I'm I don't not happy care. And yes, I do care. From a tennis point of view, I don't care. I mean, but we've got to remember this is a guy that falsified documents. Mm. If it was any other community member or anyone else trying would to enter they be the country. They'd they'd just they, say, sorry, it's a three-year bet. That's a three-year bet. So this guy generates millions of dollars towards a, a tournament. Should that make it different? I think it does. Well, I think obviously it, does. it has. It obviously does. it does well, make a difference. If you've got enough money so, to get good lawyers, you should be allowed in. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Mm. Badge. So, I'm not, not, not agreeing with it, but um, he's not a normal person. He's not a, you know, he's not 
No, that's what Mr. Yeah. or Mrs. Smith. He can just come in and do. Yeah, should be able to do whatever he wants. He's a great tennis player. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying I agree with the badge, but I think it's. I, I, sadly, I think it's one rule for him and one rule for everybody else. And and look, we had celebrities flown home during the pandemic. You know, I remember Danny Minogue was rushed through Queensland. Now, well, if there was about, one celebrity I was going to lock out, it'd be Danny Minogue. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard bought Pistol and Boo in That's the dogs. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, and sadly, I think if you're famous and you're rich, it's one rule for you and one rule for everybody else. So, mm. sadly. Any more text Can there, I Badge? Leave now then? No, no. <laughs> no okay. we, what are you, rich or? Both. Okay. Infamous. Hey, um, yeah, I don't think we've got. Okay. Look, I, I want to continue. Oh, Sats, ten- do you know if, if Matty Rogers is doing a book signing tour to Dubbo? That's from Steve. It was supposed to be going out there. Is that still happening? Don't know, Woogie. Uh, no, I think he's put the uh, the book tour on hold. Oh, can I just say at the moment he's got some, a lot of stuff going on at the moment. If you like reading a good sports book, yeah, good autobiography, and you're a a lover of the history of the game as well, of course, his father Steve Rogers. It is an amazing read. Amazing. How good was Sludge? Oh. One of the all time greats. Mm. What a player. Um. Can I just give you a bit more tennis news as well? Badge, your mm. good mate Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis have produced a vintage doubles performance to keep their hopes alive of winning the ATP Tour Finals Why event for the that? year. Why do you do that? You, you like Nick Kyrgios. No, you mentioned Kyrgios and Djokovic in the same segment. <laughs> and you expect well, me to be it can happy. only get better. They were down 5-1 in the final set where it was first to 10, and they ended up, uh, ended up winning that 10-6, so... The boys are through to the next round, maybe warming themselves up for the Australian Open in January. Of course, that'll be all the talk, won't it? Won't be Djokovic. It'll be those two. And I've got a lot of respect for Tanasi Kokonakis, that other one, though. Mm. No chance. Can I give I you like a, them. I don't mind them. Can I give you a fun fact yes. before we go? From Rooster Muzz. Uh, wearing headphones for just an hour increases the bacteria in your ears by 700 times. Fun fact, Thursday. What? We wear headphones two hours a day. It's maybe the ones that you stick in your ear canals. Maybe. Maybe. Not these ones. Hmm. What's that? Hmm. Steve says, with 140 mil in his back pocket, Cam Smith can afford to play wherever he wants and good on him. We weren't arguing that, were we? No, no. I think it was. No, he's we not yelling. Arguing, you. Saying, Don't get insecure. He's not yelling you. He's just he's basing he's good on him for his opinion. It's... He's a character, sporty Gab. Thank you. Dickie Knee is a funny character on Hey no. Hate Saturday. Disagree. Who's the best? No. He's very good. He was very good. Oh, Pluck a Duck was pretty good. Oh, did you watch the reunion? I can't believe we used to laugh at that. Really? Yeah. See, I've never liked Daryl Summers. What? Never liked him. One of the most. Brilliant presenters. I think Aussie Ostrich was the star of that show. <laughs> Red Simon's was. No, Aussie oh, was. Oh, don't get me started on Red Simon. <laughs> no. What? Oh. Yeah, what but you're a Wilbur fan of Wilbur Scott. Wilbur Wild. Nah, didn't like his saxophone. See you guys. Aussie was the most underrated. Good bird. Good bird. <laughs> We're going to get a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. I don't doing? know why they sponsor this show. I've got no idea. Jack's put on our run sheet here a photo of Wilfred. Oh, yeah. So it's oh, a so guy... It's a, it's, oh, yeah, so it's not a cartoon. It's, it's a actually dog. a guy dressed up as a dog. Well, I always thought it was actually a really d- real dog. He How could you like tell person. that that was a real dog? Yeah, he can talk too. <laughs> He's got a moustache and a beard and a black nose. Well, so and a Labrador's? really dodgy black Labrador's dog suit. have got that. 
Yeah, no, not a fan. I think it just looks You silly. haven't watched it. How can you not be a fan? Do I have to go into iView and watch it? Yep, you do. I'm protesting against that at the moment. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back to it. Uh, A-League update. Yes. Football is here. Isuzu Ute A-League. Experience it live. Search A-League's tickets. I want to know before um, we talk about football and what's happening with the, the women's A-League. Is W-League? Is it what it's called? Yeah, W-League. Um, before we do that with Jack, I want to... You stitched me up about the dwarf on this TV show. I don't recall that. You told me. What, what, what is it? What's in this Milford show? Wilfred. Wilfred. Oh, there's a character actor that plays a, a possum. You should go check that out. Mm. It's good stuff. Yeah, so you should. It's a good but show, but, but I think yeah. you'd like it, Boogie. Is it a child? Uh, no. So is hey, it a small, small adult? You, don't don't worry about you won't it. get it, mate. Don't You've try to watch it, yourself. Right? It's okay. Yeah, you you dug a it. hole for yourself. Don't worry it. about it. Just it's dig your way out. out. Now, Jack, can I ask you quickly about yes. this, uh, the, the visiting teams, the, Sydney the Toffees? Sydney Super Cup. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also Celtic. Celtic, yeah. Celtic bring many fans out? Well, uh, a few would travel, but there's a significant amount here. There's a significant amount here. And also, not just in Sydney, around Australia. Like, a lot of people are travelling down. Um, a lot... I think a few dropped off considering that it was supposed to be originally Celtic and Rangers. Um, I was originally going down. Yeah, there'd be down a lot of people that have followed Celtic. Problem with, Ev- with Everton. Hmm? Who's got a problem with the other team? Well, you know, Celtic versus Rangers, that's an old firm derby. That's one of the most historic, I think, uh, rivalries in sport True. in Everton. Do you think um, a lot of Australian fans would become Celtic fans because of Ange Postacoglu? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A massive bandwagon. It's just exciting to see anyone. Uh, do well in football overseas. But, yeah, Ange Postacoglu brings himself a whole range of fans. So, yeah, definitely people would have been following his progress over the last couple of years. And he's just – he's unbelievable. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be exciting. So the first game is tonight. Uh, Sydney FC are playing Celtic. Uh, it's just a really good, these exhibition matches. At Allianz? Yes, I do believe so, yeah. Do you know what the attendance is looking like? Will there be don't. a sellout? I don't think it's Would you a be surprised – would you be disappointed if it's not a sellout? Uh, no, I'd understand. I mean, these okay. things happen. It's it's a Thursday. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be fantastic. But yeah, it was. It's all gearing up. It was all gearing up for this old firm derby. But now that's not happening. It will be uh, Celtic versus Everton, and that'll be on Saturday. And then I think I believe on the Sunday it'll be Western Sydney Wanderers versus Everton, or maybe it's on a Monday. And are they playing? Will Celtic and um, the other team Western Everton. Sydney? <laughs> no, um, Celtic Everton. Evident. Yep. Um, will they have most of their – the ones that aren't playing in the World Cup, will yep. most of their key players be playing? Yeah, so it is uh, supposed to be – I mean, it is a good training run for them and they're, you know, mid-season, a few games under the belt. But, yeah, most of the stars did come up. But I think uh, – I do think that Scotland – uh, that Celtic will have a few missing uh, because of the World Cup as well because they've got a lot of Japanese players. Right. Yeah, that now, just brought over. So what's happening meanwhile in the – 
W League. Well, the W League is getting started uh, this weekend, which is fantastic. The A League is on a break because of the World Cup. Uh, the W League is getting underway, and obviously with a World Cup next year, they are definitely looking to get on their best foot and maybe fight for a couple of positions. Uh, Brisbane Raw take on Newcastle Jets uh, Saturday. We've also got um, Western United taking on Victory on Saturday. Uh, Adelaide United take on Sydney FC on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Oh, uh, yeah, you missed yeah. Canberra out on Saturday. Yes, Canberra on Saturday. We do go there. You're right. Playing uh, Perth Glory. Perth. And Wellington, Melbourne City. This is also the first... Um, Round where we've got ten teams, mm. it's expanded out the W League. Can so you yeah. just just run through the team lists for us. I don't have them on hand. Don't have them on hand. Because I'm T L T. Team list Thursday, Thursday. works. Really. It does really does. So yeah, that's what's looking on uh, on the W League. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Jack. I look forward no to worries, your mate. World Cup preview uh, in segment eight of tonight's show. And big responsibility on Jack's shoulders tonight. He picks the last song. Uh, to finish yeah, out, I've got confidence in him because he's a music man. It'll be there'll be some good, and it's we want soccer related reasoning behind it. Yeah, mm. so we'll get to that uh, real soon. Uh, just a week until the Gallon versus Hodges fight, and there's another NRL star who can't find an opponent. Sats Siwa Taukeaho, who's been playing for Tonga as well as returning back from uh, the World Cup. I've got to say, boxing training being game fit for rugby league and then being ring fit for boxing completely different so still got to be a bit of a help though a little bit of a help he he'll gas out really quickly mm. yeah so but yeah they can't Not find as an quick opponent as someone who they're going to if they drag someone out of the pub no they can't find an opponent for him they'll find an opponent they'll be able to find someone who's got well, a, next, but the fights are on Gallon Hodges next week yeah. so this is on the undercard yeah i think it's it what Wednesday happens, night i think it is that's pretty what does not he join Hodges take on Gallon Done it before. I don't underrate Hodjo. No, I will. No, I know. Well, he did say that 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 punch that knocked Gal down in mm-hmm. the, in their fight mm-hmm. was only forty percent. How do you know? Forty one point three, actually. Okay. I think you said. No, it's going to be his last fight, Paul Gallon. And I, I've got to say, but I good Jeff Fennick and Justin Hodges. But most importantly, Jeff Fennick has said with all the bouts that he's had, and they have been some really big bouts against some. Some quality opposition as well. And and remember when you're fighting big men, mm-hmm. that pack a punch? Yep. Just got to be careful, haven't you? Oh, and if in the shots that he's copped, especially the last the last couple of fights he's had against Justin Hooney and co, is he copped a lot of shots, a lot of head shots. And Jeff Phoenix just seems to believe that he's, his chin's gone, which means he get rocked quite easy. And, you know, he's probably had more shots to the head than a lot of a lot of people through his career as well. Yeah, I hope this is his last. And, and, and he so goes I. out. Yep. Um, with his head held high. Steve from Dubbo. I hope it's not held too high. Because <laughs> you get hit on the chin, boogie. Sorry. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Steve from Dubbo says Western Sydney and Everton wouldn't even sell out Apex Oval. They reckon? That'll be, be interesting, right, you know. Steve. Where's Apex Oval? Dubbo. 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 Yeah. Mm. Uh, two fun facts for you, boys. It's impossible for a crocodile to stick its tongue out. Fun facts, Thursday. Also impossible to lick your elbow. Fun fact Thursday. Oh. And a shrimp's head is its heart. Fun fact Thursday. Really? Well, where yeah. else would it be? It's it's a heart. Well, in its chest. Well, it doesn't have a chest. Well, it's just got a massive melon. So it's you, in the head. Do you scrape the no. poop shit out? No. Yeah. No. Well, I have to. eat it's flavor, it. flavor, mate. No, yeah. um, Carly won't eat it. Well, that's more for it's you then. It's very fiddly to peel the prawns and then take out the, the poo shoot. Yeah. 
Don't you got to do these uh, First world problems. Uh, yeah. Lauren Jackson was better. Was a better basketballer, but her come over wasn't as good as Phil Smythe. Oh, that was a beauty. Mr. Muzz. The generals came yeah. over. Got to love but, it. And that, but that still didn't hide his bald patch, though, did it? it is this a good character, Woogie? Woodrow and Simon Townsend's Wonderworld. No, it's a Simon dog. Simon Townsend's Wonderworld. Yeah, but was it a person playing a dog? That's a really... Was no, it a real dog? It was a real dog. No, yeah. no. It was one of those big... I think it was someone dressed up in one of those hairy Wilfred. dog suits. Like Wilfred. What about Humphrey? Yeah. I remember oh. being... I'm not going to name the Can't location. I remember one good joke he told. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty quiet. Um, I remember you were being... a bit like Humphrey a little bit. <laughs> just to give you a visualisation. Wear... A visual wear... of the listeners. <laughs> I'm going to wear a vest to work and a hat on Monday. We'll oh, do a comparison, a, shall like we? A little... Um, <laughs> what are they called? Paisley vest. Yeah, I'll yeah, do that. Like no, that. I, remember do... I remember going to a... a uh... A, what do you call it? Um, Carols by Candlelight in Wollongong one year. It was washed out, so we had to do it in the mall. It was undercover. And Humphrey was there. Humphrey's helper was a little pickled, mm-hmm. shall I say, drunk. So he wasn't doing a very good job and got on stage and encouraged children to sing certain, you know, lines out of Christmas songs until one kid swore on this microphone in front of ten. Kids and animals, don't uh, work with them. Humphrey was was speechless. Hey, uh, text message ending in double zero one. Luke Longley, of course. Yes. Three championships with the Bulls. Outstanding. As a character? No, as Australian basketballers that have gone over and had success. Hey, um, hi, fellas. Penny has just dropped on the Wilfred Crap Show but laughed till I cried. Go figure. I know. When did this show come out? Oh, probably... Five years ago, maybe a bit more. Right, yeah. Okay. Anything else before we go to the break? No. What are we talking about? I don't know. Want an update of score on the cricket? None for 92. Australia, Warner 49 and Head 36. He's about to face the ball right now. David Warner, let's see if he gets his 50. Oh, kicked up. Good commentary. (laughs) We better go to a break. That got him excited. We'll find out if he gets his 50 when we come back. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to it. Uh, time to get into your Rugby League World Cup predictions. Thanks to oh, Termidor. Yeah. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termiticide. 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 Yeah. I've learned a new word tonight on the show. Okay, Rugby League World Cup final. Australia versus Samoa. Sunday morning, 2 a.m. Queensland time, 3 a.m. New South Wales time. Boys, predictions, please. Well, I'm predicting I won't be... Awake at that time and well, you know, watch the replay. Watch oh, it, really? I try to, but that's early. They do play replays. So, Badge, hang like on. You can get up at, at seven. We all used to wake up at every hour to watch you run around in the UK on kangaroo tours for 86 and No, it's part of my staple. So, you will get up diet. and watch Austria versus Samoa? Absolutely, I will. Right. Absolutely, I will. And not. what are you thinking? I think Australia will win. Uh, but like Brandy Alexander plus. said to us earlier on, he thought... I think 20 plus. That, look, I, I, and I, I agree, Sats, in that they uh, haven't played a tough game until last week against New Zealand. That'll be a big help. 
But I don't want to underestimate this Samoan side. They're good. Mm. They're some quality players. Badge, you match up some of their key positions. Fullback Tedesco and Suali. Arguably, Suali is, has been one of the players of the tournament. Yep. Two wingers, Taylor May and Brian Toto. Week in, week out, the NRL. They're, yeah, two of the best wing combinations as well. They're in probably yeah. the top four or five. So, so you start breaking down some of those positions against the Australian positions. They go toe-to-toe with a lot of those positions. What about Milford and Luai? In particular, Milford. Is he That's playing probably, up to scratch? Mil, well, Milford's not. No. He can be a bit of a target, can't yeah. he, defensively? Jerome Luai is. Yep. Um, you look at the front row, Junior Bolo up against maybe like a Regan Campbell-Gillard. Yeah, there's not, oh, much, not much loss there. But I think the positions they they do in the centres, well, the Steve Crichton ones, Tim Laffey, even though he's been picked in the team of the tournament and has had a great tournament, mm. playing as a final against a Jack Whiten or Is Crichton going to get as much as many opportunities up against um, uh, Latrell Mitchell as he has? Exactly. Perhaps not. I think the one Luttrell's position... Been quite yeah, he has. He has. I haven't given him a lot it of was ball. Last week, yeah. Um, the one position I think where Australia really break away is the hooking position. Yeah. They got um, New Brown who got knocked out last week. Chanel Harris Tavita who's playing his last game before he goes off on his sabbatical, and then um, Australia have got, of course, got Harry Grant and Benny Hunt. So that's where they really win the battle there. So scoreline, um, boys. I'm going to say Australia 32, Samoa 12. Yeah, I don't think it'll be as much. I think Aussies 24, Samoa 18. Right that close. Did you write them down really? yep. in that diary of yours, Woogie? Yep. Beauty. It's all up here, Gary. No. Oh. Gary tried to tell me today I need a diary. He okay. rang me up and he said, calendar on the phone. Now, now, now when's this, what do you know? When's yeah. this Killers concert you're going to go to? I said, well, this is the fourth time I've told you, Woogs. Can you write this one in your diary? Yeah. You're not the only staff and member I have to look he after. He said, yes, I'll write it in my diary. I said, it's the, it's the 29th of November. He said, what day of the week is that? Oh, <laughs> I said, if you honestly. had your diary out, you'd know. Mate, I've got lots of people I need to look after, not you know just what? you two clowns. Former, well, that's why you need a diary. Former NRL player, but Kurt Reynoldson, yeah. he's got this new concept. Not this new concept, but it's, it's a concept. I think it's called Exy or something like that. It, it's a yes, calendar. we spoke to him. It's... And it's it your organiser. Yeah, organiser. It correlates with your phone, your computer, everything. It's a great concept. Well, let's get it for Woogie. I just we, put Christmas it... present. Yes. Mm. No, I want Scott's. You'll have to. You'll have to. Thanks. We'll just get it for you, and you, you'll have to pay the subscription. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you're not asking for Termidor, you're asking for trouble. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termiticide. Termiticide. Australia versus New Zealand women's final as well. Oh, yes, Saturday yes. night. Yes. Um, early Sunday morning, Queensland, New South Wales time. Rightio. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Keith. By the way, uh, Warner got his 50s, 51 off 45 balls. Australia, none for 97, uh, chasing 200. And, is that 90 or 80? 288. Eight. And Travis Head, uh, 39 from 42. So, yeah, nice. Back Don't in worry. a moment with the last laugh. The song we're finishing the show with this week is chosen by Jack. And we're going to look at the World Cup as well. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. At the moment, I know Stephen Dubbo is very excited about that. Uh, Danger reckons the Aussies and Samoa will play at a 28 draw. Badge, what are you doing? No. What's going on in this joint? Uh, Badge, you asked Sats if he was getting... Up to watch Austria versus Samoa. 
One of your best. Are we doing the song Check yet? The t- no. Oh, sorry. Rooster Muzz, what happens is that we change the run sheet. So when Jace reads it off the screen, we hope that he makes a mistake. But like, and I'm too good for that. man. So we changed Australia to Austria, and he didn't fall for it. Yeah, funny story. Uh, soccer at Apex <laughs> Oval. We love rugby league in Dubbo. Apex is a league ground. That's from 127. That's in Dubbo. Hey, danger, as Apex. predicted. No, I've Australia. just read that. I just read that. Sorry, I missed that. I was, I was on Smoko. Radio. Uh, Leave let's, me alone. <laughs> let's do the... Oh, God, I can't wait to go home. The weather for New Farm, Australian through and through. If you're listening on Triple G in Gunnedah, a great part of the world, home of the Gunnedah Bulldogs mm-hmm. and birthplace of John Donnelly. Dallas Donnelly, mm-hmm. one of the greats. Da- yeah. yeah. And uh, John Lurch O'Neill, he's a Gunnedah boy. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, top tomorrow, 24, on a sunny day with an overnight low of eight. Yeah, geez, it gets eight. chilly. Still getting chilly at the moment, isn't it? Mm. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, we'll do a cricket score update. Badge, what have we got at the moment? How are the Aussies going in their chase? Uh, we are chasing 200. And, well, we're in a slow-mo replay at the moment, so it made it very difficult. Oh, sorry. We're none for 114. Warner on 59, head on 45. Good so. opening partnership from those two. I thought Head would cop the uh, the sports day curse and probably get a golden duck, but mm. well done. Well, I think we've broken our curse. FIFA World Cup opener, Qatar versus Ecuador, Monday morning, 2 a.m. Queensland time, 3 a.m. New South Wales time. What can we expect from this match, Jack? Well, it's just custom that, you know, the, the host nation has the first game. So Qatar versus Ecuador, you'd expect Ecuador to win. Uh, Qatar is a country that is about two and a half million, but they say of that two and a half million, only 200,000 are Qatari citizens. And they won the World Cup. Yep. So that's a right. very small wow. pool of players to be picking from. Uh, so you'd Developing expect, nations, that's, that's why. <laughs> you'd expect Ecuador to, to get up in that one. Uh, big Jack, games. can I ask you a question about yes, the World Cup? Have you heard the story about... Fans being uh, charged a hundred quid a night to stay in a tent. Yeah, there's been a couple of things that have come up in the last couple of days. That is one: uh, a Dutch film crew kind of got shut down by yes. Qatari officials, uh, which was strange. And they've come out and said, "Oh, Do they no, get a camel with their tent." I don't know. Transport? I don't know. Maybe. What? Who knows? Uh, but there's also one about all these fans. There's like massive and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fans for like England. Uh, and they've kind of made sure that they're kind of in doubt that they're real fans. Basically, they're going, why are you here? And they're like, oh, no, we're massive fans of England. It's like, all right, well, what's your name? He's like, oh, well, I'm not going to give you my name. Like, okay. And it's just they basically it looks like they've paid people to be fake fans of countries oh. uh, to make it seem like there's bigger crowds I get paid around. to be a fake fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been alleged, though, that they're paying uh, ambassadors to, to just put on social media good stuff. Yeah, about about Qatar and the World Cup. Now that's that's alleged, but mm. that, that maybe these are the same people. Jacko, can I ask mm. you? I know Argentina are about second line in relation to favoritism. Yeah, is it Brazil favorite? It looks like there's about five that they're looking at: Brazil, uh, Argentina, Spain, England, France. Uh, France, yes, yeah, those are the ones who that we're there. playing first. If there's one yeah. country you could be in, Wallace, whilst the World Cup final is being played, and that country wins the World Cup. And you're there for the after party. Which one would it be? Brazil. Brazil. Absolutely. Brazil would be up there. on a beach. England haven't won since the '60s, so that would be big. Argentina will be massive England. if they do win. That'd uh, be boring. England. Oh, you, oh. Why would you want to be on Brazil? Could you imagine the party? I'd go. Yeah, I'd go Brazil or Spain. 
Yeah, but uh, also you've got um, like Argentina will be ridiculous if Lionel Messi last, Messi, last yeah, World Cup. If he completes that massive career and everything that he's achieved, it would be, it would be remarkable. Jack, um, but we're talking about from a party point of view, not from okay. a footy purist point of view. Tim Cale reckons the Aussies are going to make the quarterfinals. Yeah, he? no, I've read this. Tim Cale mm. has made some very, very bold predictions, mm. uh, including that Australia will knock out Argentina oh. in the round of 16. Beauty! Uh, yeah, no, it's Did an interesting one. rugby? Hmm? Rugby or football? <laughs> Actual football. Won't be rugby. Yeah. No, more chance in the Soccer World Cup. Yeah. All right, thank you for that, Jack. Hang around. around. It's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. I, um, it's actually not a joke. It's actually a true story. Because oh, today I went to one of the local shopping centres because I had to buy some new shoes. Because mm-hmm. I'm going away next week. Uh, for a couple of days. And so I bought some shoes, but I bought them from a drug dealer. And I don't know what he laced them with because I've been tripping all day. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. You reckon that's good? Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay. Hey, My other one was going to be better than Ted dancing. <laughs> Ted singing. <laughs> oh. That's an old one. I would have just stuck no. at the first one and left yeah. of that and that gone out of high. Rightio, Jack, you've picked the song to finish the show off this week. What have you chosen? Guy. Yes, this is Vaudeville Smash, an Australian group from 2014. This is Zinedine Zidane featuring Les Murray reading out a bunch of uh, a bunch of names. And, uh, and for the listeners, Les Murray is a football commentator, uh, one of the greatest. Yeah. He sadly passed away a couple of years ago, but yeah. like he, synonymous. And growing up, Les Murray was your voice of football in this country. Okay. He's incredible. And there's a couple of Australian players mentioned as well. Wow. Beauty. All right, we're going to run out of we time before to. playing yeah. it. Yeah, play. Here, here we go, guys. Uh, have hey, a yeah. great weekend. See, See you, everyone. Bye. Cristiano Ronaldo, Wayne Rooney, Veron, Suarez, Bambaster, Gianluigi, Buffon, Xavi, Iniesta, Drogba, Hazard, Tevez, Schweinsteiger, Steven, Gerard, Alessandro, Del Piero, Neymar, Forlan, Percy, Nakata, Jean-Pierre Papin, Balak, Van Persie, Beckham, Giggs, Goals, but the strongest of them all. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.